0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys in a row. Welcome to Nine Guys Dynasty Football, where we talk about the dynasty value of nine guys in a row. I'm Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth. No, I will not defend you in a court of law. He's Magnum Mills, and it's time for free guys.
1: Actually, I, I'm pretty sure we're here to talk about nine guys for free, not free guys, which I'm assuming is the sequel to the hit Ryan Reynolds action comedy, John.
0: You're absolutely right, Magna Mills. Although I could see Ryan Reynolds playing a quarterback in some future movie. He's no Johnny Utah, but maybe,
1: maybe he could be a Shane Falco level quarterback. I mean, I noticed you didn't say Steeman Willie Beeman. I mean, but the way you're saying it, I mean, maybe he needs to get in on the speed reboot, right? I mean, is Ryan Reynolds like doing a taking lives thing with Keanu Reeves? Not that I know of, but who the hell knows? Ryan Reynolds has been hanging
0: out with Rob McElhinney a, a lot since they bought that football club. Maybe Ryan is pissed that Rob hasn't asked him to appear on Sonny. You know, he's, he's going to appear on Sonny as the long lost Reynolds sibling.
1: We're not to the portion of the nine guy season where we're doing buy, sells and holds, but Jamie G. Thank you so much, dude. I'm buying Ryan Reynolds appearing on Sonny.
0: That would be awesome, sounds good, but that's probably enough speculating about guys that, unfortunately, we'll never get to do.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. For the record, I'd have him come on and I'd have him play Frank's actual biological son, now that, you know, Charlie's out of the, out of the picture there. But apologies, we digress, like uh, John Popper and Blues Traveler once sang, but anyway, let's do some guys. And we're going to do some rookies this week. It's that time of year. We're going to start off at the running back position with Rashad White. White turned 23 years old in January. Out of Arizona State, he checks in at 6 foot flat, 214 pounds. At the combine, he ran a 4-4-8-40 four, four, with a 38-inch vertical and 125-inch broad jump. He stood on those numbers at his pro day. He did do the bench there where he added 20 reps of 225 pounds. He's been one of the risers at the running back position he seems to be the consensus running back four right now. I think that's about right for me. Opinions on him can vary a bit, but most agree that he's a good pass catcher. If He gets day two draft capital, goes in round two, round three. He could pass Isaiah Spiller to become the consensus running back three in the class. And if he lands in a good spot, he's probably a good late first round pick in one QB leagues. Probably a good early to mid second round pick in super flex leagues.
0: Magna Mills staying at the running back position, let's move on to my guy, Kenneth Walker III. That's right, K-Dub3. He's the consensus RB2 right now out of Michigan State. He's going to be 22 years old in October. At the Combine, he checked in at five foot nine, 211 pounds. He ran a 4.38 second 40-yard dash with a 34-inch vertical jump and 122-inch broad jump. Pretty impressive stuff. I don't think that anybody is going to stand on a soapbox and push for Walker as the RB1 in this class, but if he somehow gets drafted before Brees Hall in the NFL draft, all bets are off. At this point, he looks like the locked-in RB2, and he'll probably be a top-five pick in, in most, if not all, formats. There's a lot to like with Walker and no glaring holes in his
1: game. 18 touchdowns, 1,600 yards last year, bro. Dude's real. Yeah, somebody wants the Bills to draft Walker, I think, just a little bit. And, uh, you know, again, not the deepest running back class here. So let's move on to the wide receivers and you know, cards on the table. This is where most of the depth is in this class. There's going to be a couple of real solid fantasy wide receivers that go in, like, the late first round, early second round of Dynasty drafts. Unfortunately, there's probably going to be a couple of, let's call them Jalen Riggers in there, too. So, uh And that hurts to say, not going to lie. And let's go to the guy who might be the first receiver off the board in the NFL draft. That's Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. The Ohio State, if you're nasty, Wilson measured six foot even, 183 pounds with nine inch, nine and seven, eight inch hands. He ran a four, three, eight, 40 yard dash, a four, three, six short shuttle. and had a 36 inch vertical leap to go with a hundred and twenty three inch broad jump turns 22 years old in July some people have slight worries about Wilson's size, similar to the, what we saw last year with Devontae Smith, but absolutely nobody doubts his playmaking ability. He seems to be the consensus wide receiver, too, right now behind Traylon Burks. I think draft capital is going to be what ultimately determines the final rankings between the two. He's locked right in there in my top tier of prospects in this draft class. I think he's got a good shot to be my wide receiver one after we see how the draft shakes out. So my only hope is here that he goes to a team that is, you know, creative in the way they scheme their offense, a play caller. who's willing to use them in a, you know, in the right way. And I think you'll see that with some of those guys who aren't necessarily the perfect well-rounded prospects.
0: Magna Mills, let's go to the other wide receiver who seems to be in that top tier. And that's the guy, Drake London, out of USC. London is an imposing six foot four inch, 219 pounds with nine and three-eighth inch hands. Dude is big. He turns 21 years old in July. His 2021 season ended with a broken ankle, so he hasn't participated in any drills and his pro day was pushed back after he suffered a a hamstring injury. He is a size-speed specimen who is sure to evoke comparisons to DK Metcalf. London is also one of the youngest players in the class. He might have the highest ceiling of any skill position player in the class, but there is some bust potential here, right? we got to talk about it just a little bit. Right now, there seems to be some smoke around him going to the Jets, not sure if I would love that landing spot. No offense to our Jets fans out there in the world, but uh, in all seriousness, London has a chance to make an early impact, especially stretching the field and in the red zone with that with that figure. If he's the first wide receiver drafted and or ends up in a great spot, he could easily rise to the wide receiver one in this class.
1: I mean, that's kind of going to be the thing. Is right now it really feels like there's going to be at least – One wide receiver who lands with Patrick Mahomes and one who lands with Aaron Rodgers. Ultimately, those guys are probably going to be the the biggest winners here. And, you know, let's talk to a guy who is going to be a winner, despite the fact that he tore his ACL, the national championship game. That's Jameson Williams out of Alabama. Uh, He checks in at six foot, one and a half inches. He's at 179 pounds, not the heaviest guy, nine and one quarter inch hands. Just turned 21 years old in March. Like I said, he had the torn ACL in the championship game, but it does look like he's on track to return for the start of the 2022 season. He's said to be ahead of schedule in his recovery. He's got at least speed, especially for his size, and given the demand for players who can really take the top off of the defense, his injury shouldn't push him too far down draft boards. He might have been maybe a top 10 pick once upon a time, probably looking to be more like a top 20, top 25 pick now. But, again, if he ends up in, like I said before, Kansas City or Green Bay, his stock is going to go through the roof. So, again, if he gets into a nice landing spot, good first-round draft capital, he could vault himself into that top tier of wide receivers we were just talking about there with Williams, London, and uh, Traylon Burks.
0: Magnum Mills, like the devil, let's go down to Georgia and check out George Pickens, that's right. The former Bulldog just turns 21 this past March. He checks in at six foot three, 195 pounds, eight and three, four inch hands, ran a 4.47 second 40 yard dash with a 33 inch vertical jump and 125 inch broad jump. There's a lot of upside here, but there's a couple of medical red flags that are absolutely worth noting, including a torn ACL in 2021. It feels like there's some real risk here, but also that true wide receiver one ceiling. If he gets first round draft capital, he could rise as high as the, the wide receiver four and would solidify himself in that second tier of talent. Somebody to keep an eye on.
1: I think right now he's running about even with the next I want to talk about here. And that's one of the guys I always have a little bit of a weak spot for. And that's Penn State wide receivers. And hey, it worked out pretty great with Allen Robinson. Chris Godwin, even tight any of Mike Gusecki, but you know K.J. Hamler, still waiting for him to happen. It's going to happen, though. It's going to happen. And so let's talk about the former Nittany Lion, Jahan Dotson. Dotson just turned 22 years old in March. He's 5'11", 178 pounds, 9.5-inch hands. He ran a 4'4", 340, a 7'28", three-cone drill with a 36-inch vertical jump and 121-inch broad jump. And this is a guy where opinions are a bit more all over the place. You got some people who really love him. You have some people really down on him. Another guy that no one doubts his playmaking ability, but there are some questions about his size and his ability to command real volume in an NFL offense, at least volume that would make him a lead from a fantasy standpoint. Um, you know, this is a guy I think – more so than most of the guys we've talked about. Draft capital and the landing spot are really gonna matter here. If he gets that good spot, he could shoot up the board. If not, you might see him tumble somewhere into that mid-second round range. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be scared if he actually falls in the NFL draft to the second round. Again, that's still good enough draft capital. I'm more worried about the landing spot. I do think this is a case where you could. Have a unfortunate thing like say Kadarius Tony on the Giants last year. It was obvious that Tony was talented, but the Giants either didn't seem to want to use him or know how to use him. And I do worry that if he gets drafted to a team like that, he could be like a Tony or a Lavisca Chenault or someone like that.
0: Cue the biggie because sky's the limit and wide receiver Sky Moore is one of the biggest post combine risers out of Western Michigan. He checked in at five foot 10, 195 pounds with big ol. Ten and a quarter inch hands. I mean, boom. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a in I think ready to die. Biggie's got that picture of his big ass hand in the in the book. Anyways, rest in peace, notorious B I G. Back to Sky Moore. He turns 22 in September, Moore absolutely lit up the combine with 4.41 second 40yard dash, a 4.32 second short hurdle, a 7.13 second three cone drill, a 34 and a half inch vertical jump, and a 125 inch broad jump. Homie is an athlete. He looks to have locked himself into day two of the NFL draft and that's it's not impossible here, Magna Mills that he sneaks into the second round. He's most likely going to be an early to mid second round pick in rookie drafts, and I'm perfectly happy to draft him in that range. A uh, lot of lot to love about Sky Moore.
1: He's one of those guys that seems to check all the boxes, and every year we see you know a player or two like this kind of rise up out of almost nowhere. And you know Moore really fits the profile. He's someone I'm pretty excited about drafting right now. Although you could see his stock go maybe a little bit too high if he does creep in that second round. So, you know, you got to to that landing spot a little bit. Let's finish off here with a tight end. We don't talk about a lot because, A, the position is for shit for the most part, and B, rookie tight ends are an extremely tricky business. Last year, everyone was really happy with Kyle Pitts' season and everything, and I think he finished as the tight end six or seven something like that it's just it almost never happens for rookie tight ends so we're going to talk about here uh trey mcbride out of colorado state he is the undisputed tight end one in the class turns 23 in november checks in at 6'4, 246 pounds 32 and a half inch arms 10 and one eighth inch hands big dude good size he did 18 reps of 225 pounds on his bench press with a 33 inch vertical and 117 inch broad jump not too shabby. He's definitely going to be the first tight end to hear his name called in the NFL draft, probably sometime in round two in tight end premium leagues. I'm fine taking him in the, you know, early second round in other leagues. I would say he's probably fine as a mid to late round pick in that second round there. But again, you can't expect much from rookie tight end. So if you're going to take someone like McBride, you just have to accept the fact that you're probably going to park him on your bench for at least one year, maybe two years. I'm a slightly, you know, a little bit more willing to pull the trigger in best ball leagues because he will, they get that occasional spike. We're get the touchdown. You don't have to figure it out, but the odds of a rookie tight end being a, you know, significant, consistent contributor in the rookie season, not great, Bob. Well, Magna Mills, we came, we talked, we did
0: the guys, no muss, no fuss. We just do the guys and we head off to
1: the parking lot. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. As fun as it is to do all these guys, parking lots are pretty great too. Honestly, many of my favorite memories from sporting events are from the
0: parking lot. I too am partial to the parking lot pimping. This has been a lot of fun, Magna Mills. Really, the hardest part is to try not to do any more guys on our way through the parking lot. Nine guys, no less, no more. That's how we roll. Those are the rules. Thank you for checking us out. Magna Mills, tell all of the fine folks listen to us, our audience out there where they can find all of our free and fun content.
1: I mean, hopefully parking lot pimping because that probably isn't Netflix's best verse ever, if I had to say. And we're from Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Find the show on your favorite podcast platform by searching for Seize the Gap Fantasy on social media at Seize the Gap We're also doing the Joe Blow Football Show, who you can find at joeblowfootballshow.com on social media at Joe Blow Show. We're just wrapping up the final season of Peaky Blinders on our podcast, PBP, Peaky Blinders Podcast. Find that on your favorite podcast platform, social media, Peaky Podcast. We're about to cover the final seven episodes of the show Ozark from Netflix for the Ozark Podcast. And you can find us on social media at Ozark Podcast. And finally, one of the fun things we love to do, talk about one of our favorite comedies. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. On our show, The Night Pod Cometh, find us on your favorite podcast platform and on social media at Night Pod Cometh. Thanks again for listening. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty from Seize Gap Fantasy Football. And we'll see you next week as we do. Nine more guys in a row.
0: Try not to do any dudes on the way to the parking lot. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football Part of the seize the gap fantasy football podcast presented by the joe blow football show this show is for entertainment purposes only any views or opinions expressed here are personal and do not represent those of people institutions or organizations who may or may not be associated with the joe blow football show if you have any questions please contact us at seize the gap FF at gmail.com thank you for listening please remember to like subscribe and comment